This is Anthems. Hello, I'm Oz Ismail. I'm a neuroscientist and podcaster. Your word of the day is identity. Who am I? Gosh, is there anything more questioning of an existential crisis than this question alone? But this question revisits me, like many others I'm sure, again and again, in various forms, through various circumstances, and with increasing frequency as I move through life, and, ironically, as I get a better sense of who I am, or so I think. Perhaps it comes from the wandering life of being a constant immigrant, a life of being from everywhere and nowhere. All my life, I have moved from country to country, not because of that god-awful hashtag wanderlust, but because of the circumstances of my life. I was born and raised in Bahrain, and when the Gulf War happened, the first one, my dad decided that it was best for my mum and my siblings to move to my parents' homeland of Sri Lanka. Of course, there was also a raging civil war happening over there, but the irony of all this was lost on a child. I remember being told by my extended family that this is where I was from, but also being told by the kids at my new school that I sounded different, and remember being laughed at by the neighbours for not being able to speak the local language. But even without these statements, I didn't feel like I was home. I yearned to be back home in Bahrain. But why? There was a time in the park when the local kids told me that I didn't belong there, and somehow I felt that they were right. Or was it because someone at the mosque once asked me if I was from Pakistan? Jump forward to my teenage years, and I land myself in the United Kingdom. Perhaps this is where the real identity crisis started, as I got asked again and again and again where I was from. Was I to tell them where I was born? Or where my parents were born? Or did they just want a whole story that really led nowhere? Jump forward to my 20s, and as I became naturalised as a British citizen, I was also about to be faced with a whole new identity crisis. Not because of the citizenship test, which I aced by the way, but as I would come out as gay. A huge leap as I felt like I was turning my back on deeply conservative and heteronormative cultural and religious beliefs. But that's okay. Surely all gay people would accept me for who I am? Didn't society reject us all after all? And isn't this what this rainbow flag malarkey is all about? Boy, was I naive. Much of this sexual awakening would of course happen online, true to my millennial self. I'd go online on gay meetup websites where profile after profile would say, only into white guys, whites only, no Asians. And I thought, hold on, am I not allowed to be gay? Is this only for white folks? What have I done? This would, of course, continue as I dared to delve into the scene, optimistically confident that people were likely to be better in real life. Wrong again, and this time in a whole other way. My first time at a gay bar, as I waited for my drink, an older white guy next to me looked me up and down and went, Ooh, you exotic thing, where did you come from? There was also that time, also at a gay bar, when another white guy told me, how much he was into my brown skin. I was supposed to take these as compliments, yet 
every letter on those statements crawled like rancid worms on my brown skin. As I entered the era of smartphones and dating apps, the promise of a fast sexual transaction at the touch of a button was enticing at first, then exhausting. The question, where are you from, is usually the second question I get asked, second if I'm lucky. But what do I truly expect of a platform that did offer an ethnicity filter? Where are you from? Where am I from? Perhaps I could tell you about the diverse origins of Muslims in Sri Lanka, starting from the Arabian Moor traders of the 9th century to the Maimans and Boras hailing from the subcontinent of India to the Malay settlers of Indonesia, assimilating with the locals and forming their own subgroups in the face of persecution by Dutch, Portuguese and British colonisers. Perhaps it is that melting pot of cultural history that made me connect so deeply with the vendors of the markets of Marrakesh, or why I was so emotionally at home the first time I tried Malay food, or why the beat of an Indian song really touches my soul. But somehow I don't quite think that this rich cultural tapestry I was weaving was what that guy on Grinder was asking me about. And yet, Leytonstone High Road was also never the answer they wanted. In my 30s, I moved once again, this time to the United States. And of course here the accent prompts people to ask me where I'm from. Fair enough. And usually there are no follow-up questions, aside from a mild look of confusion. Back online on the dating apps, however, it's still a quandary. Saying I recently moved from London just doesn't scratch that where are you really from, itch. There is something very unsettling about the image of a Caucasian man wanting to constantly categorise and classify you like a specimen. Being othered just because of the way you walk, talk, look, eat, where you were born, where you were raised, what passport you hold, or simply exist, is second nature to so many. My identity is always questioned, and so I then keep questioning myself, wondering where I truly belong. I once refused to answer when someone asked me where I was really from, and this was met with harsh retaliation. I was told that I was deeply uncomfortable with who I am and that I needed to examine my self-hatred. It took me some time to realise that this was the fragility of a white gay man talking. Truthfully, I'm quite proud of my rich heritage. I just don't think I need to volunteer that information in exchange for an unflattering picture of someone's genitals. Okay, I guess that's not everyone, but you see what I mean. I suppose my biggest identity crisis comes from being gay. A white man's domain, it seems. You only need to take one look at any pride parade to understand what I mean by this. In 2019, I attended UK Black Pride for the first time, and for the first time also felt like a gay man who belonged. Here, there was a true sense of multicultural celebration, but the sense of celebration was also laced with stories of the struggles of those who didn't enjoy the same freedoms as us in the UK. Stories of black and brown bodies meeting their terrible ends because of who they were, harshly deported by a hostile home office, to whom their stories had little value. To me, this was the real movement, the real fight for belonging, the real struggle for identity. One that was absent amongst the loud feathers and fanfare of the Pride Parade on Oxford Street. 
Today, I feel more connected to who I am, culturally, spiritually, emotionally, and sexually, and somehow more distant from the gay identity. I want to be seen and celebrated for not just one aspect of my identity, but every last morsel of it. And the more I discover new aspects of it, the more I keep asking that same question again and again and again. Who am I? Identity. Definition, noun. The fact of being who or what a person or thing is. A close similarity or affinity.